Okay, with Dennis Crampton, uh, number three, Hollythorne College is cottage. Is I just totally butchered that one. Is it number three, Hollythorne Cottage? Right, that's your script. It is. That's the one. No, number three, Hollythorne College. That's quite. The, I like that name a lot. So it's a, it's a horror script, and uh, it's about like three close friends. Basically, they they get invaded by uh, a psychopath in a remote co cottage. We yes. understand the kind of this tone and this style of a horror film, but you definitely give us a lot of unique twists and turns that we've never seen before on the page. And I got to ask you, because I we asked you what, how to describe the script in two words in the blog interview, and you said balls out, right? Yes. Yes, balls out. Because for me, the these three, three ladies, three girls, three close friends, um talk to each other without men, without bringing men into the conversation. It's just three close friends. And I find that, I find that exciting because, you know, most lots of female characters, there's always a man in the background are involved. And I liked the idea that these three guys, three girls um, are just having a nice day on their own without bringing relationships into into the conversation and then but then shenanigans take place and they're gonna fight for their lives yes 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 and they gotta but they they have to do it together right they have to do it together even though they spend um a portion of the time bickering each other and fighting and arguing when it comes to it they have to fight this thing together um and as the story goes on one of them He's actually involved. Oh, you so you gave away the twist. Yeah, I gave away the twist. <laughs> <laughs> I gave well, you, away a little bit. Well, how okay, so talk about the twist then, because you, you just let's talk about from the writing style of the twist, because you have to have like you have to give away a little bit of uh you have to expose a little bit that the, so then the twist doesn't come out of nowhere. We're like, well, that's crazy because that, that doesn't make any sense. It has to make sense when the twist occurs. Right. So you have to yes, give a little yes. bit of uh, insights in during the reading, but at the same time, you can't give it away too much. It's that balance, I guess. Right. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, the clue, the twist is in the very first scene um, where two characters are going to work and one is a bank manager and she's having to to close the branch in essence she's having to close the bank and in that little bit of dialogue she's upset about her staff about what will happen to them and she mentions one of the characters and says she won't be able to get out mortgage she won't be able to get the place a dream place and therefore that's the that's a clue right at the beginning that one of the three girls is involved could be involved could be involved so it's a, so basically it's, it's sometimes it's, just, it's simply just it's just about money i guess right it's about money as it isn't everything <laughs> hopefully not but i'm an idealist <laughs> But then again, I'm also a very fortunate person, so I can I'm, I'm allowed to say that as well. So. <laughs> you are you are allowed to say that, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, but it makes it makes total sense. Okay, yes. so tell me about the idea. When did you kind of come up with this idea for the film? The idea um, 
came from one of my um, favorite horror films. And I went to see it at the cinema and I didn't see the twist come in because I didn't read anything about it. Um, and I sat, sat in the cinema um, with my wife and just didn't see it coming at all. And that was Tarantino's um, Dust Till Dawn. Okay. I, I, that's, I, like, that's like you're going back 30 years. I know, I know, but I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But what I loved about it was, is that at the beginning, you've just got George Clooney and um, Tarantino, and it just looks like a typical Tarantino um, heist movie. And I like the idea. I mean, put, I know, obviously other people went and may have known the twist. I didn't. And when they um, when the twist came, I thought, I love that. I love the idea that you take an audience one way and completely, completely switch it. But yes, it is 30 years old. <laughs> no, the, well, Robert Rodriguez was the writer, director of that film. He's done well. He's, He's had a good career. Superb, yeah. <laughs> Spy Kids franchise has made him a lot of money. But basically, but... Uh, he it's like the first half of the film it's two movies right yes yes it's, and it's well that seems to be the trend now right if you look at parasite and other movies where it's the first half is one film and then they change the genre in the second half which yes that's what dustle dawn did i guess right yes 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 and and that's something that's been with me a long time something that if i could find the right story um and um and something that i i could bring to the screen or bring to life um and and the clue came in um i buy um true life um gangster books about in the uk you know different things um and the true true stories and a little snippet of a manchester gang um was the gang leader hid in the car all night long in a bank manager's car he got in the car at I don't know when she when the when the when the bank manager finished work and slept in the car all night long until the bank manager went to work the next day. He slept in the boot of the car in the rear of the car. Yeah. And I thought, what a great idea. <laughs> and that's true. That is a true story. That actually happened um back in the 90s, it was. Um they got caught, but I thought, yeah, that's um that's a nice way to start a story. And how did he get caught? Um, they, no, they, they, they actually robbed the bank and then got caught afterwards spending the money. But they actually went through with it. So, so the, 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 the execution of the bank heist was... was perfect. It was, was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It is screwed up with the distribution of money and that's yes, all they, their yes, money trail. Yes. That's exactly right, Matthew. This they screwed it afterwards, but the execution was perfect. Took the bank manager by surprise. He jumped out of the of the boot of the car, um, and the and then the gang followed, and and it was the execution was perfect. Um, but yeah, afterwards they did get caught, all of them. So then, tell me about what is, what's your experience uh, before writing this script? Did you have, like have you been writing screen screenplays for a long time? Yeah. Um, yes, probably. Um, yeah, not probably, about 15, 20 years. I mean, for me, writing writing is, it's hard work. It, every time I write something, I think I, 
I lose maybe six months of my life because I can't, I cannot write unless I'm asleep. I know that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I, that doesn't make I, any sense, but yeah. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so while the story, because I'm a, I'm a theatre trained actor. Okay. So, so once I start a story, then I'll, I'll, I'll go to bed and then the characters will take over. But in the taking over, I'm getting no sleep. So for weeks and weeks, I just feel drained, absolutely drained. And even though, you know, I think it was, is it Stephen King? I think Stephen King that said, always have a pen and paper by your bedside or, or get out and write. Um, I tr I tried that, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work. So I will, so I will just keep replaying things over in my head, hoping that in the morning... I remember them, which I usually do. But you can imagine after a few weeks of that. <laughs> gotcha. Absolutely shattered. But you, you alluded that you said you were married, right? So what does your wife think of all that? Um, yeah, Amanda's a um a, a great film buff. Yeah, she she loves it. I mean, Amanda was No, I mean um, she what does she think about that that process that you do? Like the, Oh, the process. Um she's she says get just get up and write it. You know, she says, just get up. I said, but if I get up, then I disturb you. And then it's even worse because sometimes you can't go back to sleep. So, um, yeah. That's a loving I'm, wife. Pardon? That's a loving wife. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Um, but yes, I've been, I've, um, this was my first, this is my first um, um, horror script. And really pleased with it. Really, I mean, obviously polished it, brought it up to date, um, and really pleased with the characters, really pleased that there's not not loads of special effects. It's just about the character. It's character-based. It's about these, th th these three. And then once they get to the cottage, and then it's the other characters involved. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with it. Yes. Yeah, I could see this film like being made. It doesn't like from a just from a producer standpoint. It's like it doesn't it, like there's like very minimal characters. It's like really one centralized location. It won't take a lot of money to make it, but it could be very good. It become very solid film. Yes, yes, I I think so. I think so. And and the the thing with with horror is you don't particularly need named actors. You need good good actors yeah but, but all the audience want with horror is just to be frightened to death you need a good director who understands tone right yeah so, yeah 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 which you know is easier said than done yeah correct yes because horror is not horror is not easy to make right like it's not an easy film like people like all oh, this genre blah 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 they're going to scare somebody but there's a certain style there's a certain tone that's presented that needs to be yes. that needs to be executed because you see there's a lot of bad horror movies out there. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Good stories, but but the film itself hasn't quite worked because yeah, exactly. Yeah, the tone's not been right. Yes, yeah, I totally totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. So you you said that Magnificent Seven was the movie you've seen the most times in your life. What horror movie have you watched the most? Um, probably The Omen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the original Omen with Gregory Peck. Um, yeah. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. Um, loved Billy White, White Lowe, who played the, the crazy lady. Just, yeah, like, like that idea. Um, I've probably seen it, yeah, I've probably seen it the most. Yeah. 
In fact, I've seen all three because the the series of three. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll go back and and dip in. Um, so then, is there been a difference between writing other your other scripts in horror, like in terms of like your 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 execution, your style, your preparation? Um, not really, Matthew. I I, I started you know with just with the characters on a day out and because I'm of you know of a certain certain age I want to try and get them away from mobile phones and other technical things because sometimes I think in filmmaking it interferes with the, it can interfere with the story I know everybody tries clever tricks um and I, I thought how can we get get these girls away from it and of course, a tech day off, which is, you know, I have them myself, to be fair. You know, no phones, nothing, just leave me alone. And of course, it doesn't work out because one of the characters does nothing but complain about not having a phone. But storytelling, it works because they have to talk to each other. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's but then you're using it, you're you're using it as a device too, where like you can't have not because it's there, you're in a modern world and these are young girls. So yes. they're going to have their phone. That's what they do. Yeah. If they didn't have their phone, they would be like, what's going Like, it doesn't make sense <laughs> in the story, right? And so then, but you're using it as a device to say, let's I, get rid of the phones, right? So Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Let's get, let's get rid of, get rid of the phone so they can just interact with each other. Um, and, you know, each has a distinctly different job. And so that, that pulls into these, these three characters as well. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it is interesting. So then, so tell me about uh, sending it to festivals and like getting like is something something that you just what was your motivation just to see what what people thought of it, like what the reaction was. Yes, yeah, that was the first thing, just to see, um, you know, to see what what people did think of it, whether that you know it instantly um, conjured up you know a traditional horror film or something a little bit different. I mean. To be fair, when I first started, um, I did envision envision it as part of three, as a trilogy, um, you know, to make it so that it's not just a, a one-hit wonder, so that this thing can, can continue. Um, but yes, so, and to be honest, I, I, I've only entered two festivals, you know, only two. Um, I can't remember what the last one was about. It was about it was a few years ago, a couple of years ago, and then I let I let it I let it lie, and then brought the script back, and added little bits of COVID, not too much, just enough to say that time has moved on. Bring the, the, the bring the characters up to date, and then and then resubmitted it, and yeah, dead excited to 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 hear what you guys thought of it. Well, that's why we're, we're, we, I think we, I guess we liked it because we're talking right now, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, but it's a nicely structured uh, script. So are you working on multiple scripts at the same time then? Or like, are you like, what's your, what's your kind of like, it seems like you're, you're always got something in the brain going on. Yeah. Always, always. Um, yeah. So speaking to a producer um, um, only a month ago and they were inquiring about um, um, a second world war film, which is still very popular. Um, so yeah, yeah it's still very popular. So, so that's my latest project. That's what I'm on. I thought, let's give it a go. 
You so you're working on a World War II film right now? I am working on a World War. I, again, um, nothing gritty. I like something where there is comedy. So so my idea of Second World War would be the Dirty Dozen. Again, an old film or Kelly's Heroes. That type. That you know, like a gang kind of some like in a situation yes. they got to figure something out. Correct. Yeah, e exactly that. Exactly that. Yes. Different. Per that's why you like a Magnificent Seven, right? Because it's like yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. like a per different personalities with one common goal, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's exactly why that's my favorite film. Um, yeah, seven personalities, and and of course, you know, just it's it's good versus bad in its simplest form. I mean, not quite that thing, but yes, it's good versus bad. And sometimes, yeah, I, I like that. You know, keep it simple. The yeah. goodies and the baddies. <laughs> well, you the, the reason why you, you just brought up World War II movies, I think that's one of the reasons why it is so popular, especially in today's uh, polarizing world where everybody's got a different idea about whatever war, where yeah. the World War II, it's pretty black and white. Like Nazis are bad. You know, Americans are or the Europeans are good, or like the the Japanese are bad, and then we're good, right? So it's yeah, yeah. good yeah. and evil, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Matthew. And then now it's like there's there's more nuance in in, in the modern kind of wars, I guess, right? Yeah, lines are blurred, lots of gray areas, yeah. and you know, yeah, you have to be careful where you tread at times. So I keep it traditional, you know, black and white. If I can, if I can tell the story in black and white. And then you that can... said, the lens, when the lens kind of goes back and there's time, time is distance itself, you kind of see more black and white. You see more like the Vietnam War, for example, where like if you made it in 1973 and then you make it now like a Vietnam War, it's a different lens, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely a different lens. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just recently watching a series on Vietnam and seeing it now um is is um completely different and knowing what we know you know with with hindsight um, we have to give things breathing room we have to give things time to to see what what the actual story is what the actual yeah. what's actually occurring i guess right yeah i mean for, for me as 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 a screenwriter i i don't want to preach i'm not people do it far better than me yeah. i just want to entertain you here's the story Pick a character like I do. You know, I'll pick a character and say, that could be me, and I'm into the story, and that's all I want. People are far better at preaching and, and and you know, I just want you to watch it for two hours and say, yeah, that was fun, and then on with your life. Um, that's me. That, that's what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to do. As, yeah, as I, well, you're succeeding, so I wish you, like, the ultimate best because I think that you're on to something – uh, I love this script. I think it's fantastic. And uh, just whatever, well, like, uh, I just wish you the best with it. I think that you're definitely on your way with it. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Much appreciated. Really do. All right. Let's talk again soon when you either, whatever genre you got next going on next or whatever script. I'm assuming you work on the war movie. But uh, yeah, just keep, let's keep in touch. And uh, you're in the WhatsApp screenwriters group now. We've, we got you in. So I hope you enjoy that. And uh, yeah. let's keep going. Thank you, Matthew. Lovely to meet you. One, two, three, four, five.